Hello my beautiful alchemists, welcome back to my channel. For those new here, this is Alina, I'm an intuitive and today we are not doing a channeling. This is not a channeling video, but it is a video where I'm going to be talking to you about how to work with crystals the right way, if I may say. There's not a correct and a wrong way really to work with crystals but I do find that as crystals become like more and more of a trend certain things are kind of being glossed over <laughs> and certain other things that are maybe not so important or not so accurate about crystals are more on the forefront and so I wanted to based on my own experience and my um knowledge for crystals as, as an energy healer and, and as an energy worker and also as a person with clairsentience, clairaudience, clairvoyance and claircognizance. I want to share with you a few things that I have found to have really like profoundly um, influenced my practice of working with crystals in a very, very positive manner and have definitely maximized everything that I was able to get out of my practice of working with crystals. Now, in my years of working with crystals, and by all means, I started very, very humbly. I started with only, let's say, a few years ago, owning just this tiny, this one actually, this tiny black tourmaline. That was my first crystal that I ever got. And, you know, <clears throat> the, collection, the collection started growing from then and on based on the issues that I wanted to address for myself each time. And so I ended up having today like a not so big collection I have over 20 to 30 crystals but there's a purpose and a reason for owning each of the crystals that I own and in the years it has happened not few times that after I would be done working with a crystal um someone let's say would visit me here at my home and I would actually uh, perceive that they needed the assistance of a particular crystal that I owned and since I was you know done with this crystal and this crystal had blessed me with all of their uh, healing and, and help um, the crystal was you know it was time that it moves on and so I ended up gifting also many of my crystals to people who actually ended up being very very uh, deeply benefited from that so because as you can understand uh, based on my experience crystals are alive beings with consciousness that they carry they are not merely I don't know someone someone looks at a crystal and they're like yeah it's just a rock it's just a stone no 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 and as a person who who can like I literally can touch something and I'm not the only one I can touch something and you know <laughs> immediately you sense the energy and also as a clairvoyant, if I just, you know, place a crystal in front of me, I can see its field. I can see the energy field around it. And also I can see how the energy field, let's say, of a person shifts when they work with a crystal. So to me, all of the experience that I have had really has been convincing me that crystals are, as I said, alive beings with their own consciousness and not toys. They're not just in 
inanimate um, uh, objects that you can just, I don't know, take for a while and use them as decoration, although they love to decorate our homes, um, but they always love to have a deeper purpose, you know, and not just being these decorative stones that after a while maybe you don't even feel any emotional connection to it and you just throw it away or whatever or you for example another thing that I have found is like crystals definitely don't like it it's like if you Uh, take them and you just store them away somewhere where in the end you forget about their existence so all of these things have been very interesting for me to figure out and so from all of this uh, you know path that, and, and road that I've had with crystals I wanted to share a few things here with you so that you can work with crystals the way that in my view can give you and the crystal the most and this way you can create really a beautiful relationship with the crystals that you have and I don't want to say the crystals that you own <laughs> because let me tell you that you can never own crystals crystals are going to choose to come on your path and then when they choose to exit they're gonna exit and maybe some of you can relate with what I'm gonna say next I have had many crystals just vanish just disappear um after you know their journey with me probably has come to an end <laughs> or I have had uh yeah like crystals um disappear and sometimes they do that Number one, as I said, their path maybe is, you know, complete with you and they're ready to move on. Um, or maybe this particular crystal, the, um, it was no longer like beneficial for you or that was not the time for you yet to come into, you know, start to working with this crystal. So they sometimes they disappear also because they uh, to kind of protect us, if that makes sense. <laughs> But anyways, um, Going back to, yeah, you can never own really a crystal. Yes, maybe you bought your crystal, but it you don't own it. It has its own, and really crystals manipulate the circumstances so that they can move themselves around. I cannot tell you how many times I felt guided to go and like check my crystals I have them like in a in a big altar type of thing type of furniture and I will feel movement from there I will feel like hey something is something is up energetically so I will go and I will check and really there's times that the crystals are going to move me to really like taking them and placing them somewhere else And let me tell you, they love being in with plants, okay? Because obviously, crystals, they come from the bowels of Mother Earth. And to be honest, I have to say that as much as I love crystals and I love working with them and they have been so healing and so beneficial for me, at the same time, I feel very torn and very conflicted in regards to, yeah, the fact that we're basically digging them out of the earth and we're not letting them there in peace because you gotta know that the crystalline grid, like the, the crystal layer within, like in the earth, Uh, it's basically, it's crystallized water, it's crystallized, you know, like soil, and the crystalline structure, this is even, you know, scientifically proven, it's what holds information, so 
literally there is information <laughs> there's it's like the database of this earth the crystalline layer of, of our planet and now we're like digging it out and we're yeah like this whole trend now with crystals and spirituality so having said that i really want to like make you consider you guys to not buy crystals unless you feel called to um, and only buy the ones or take the ones that you feel like they have a connection to the issue that you are facing I really like I know and that that's a beautiful thing and I know that in the spiritual community we're like hey are we going crystal shopping and you know like browse the shops and we go and we find beautiful sparkly things but this is not how we ought to be acting and behaving towards crystals these are alive things you don't go let's go pet shop browsing and you don't go buy little dogs and then stash them in a corner in your house and then next week again you know oh this doggy is like uh, cute is sparkly i'm gonna get it so consider <laughs> as if it will be the same thing with you going and buying alive animals okay because <laughs> they do have <laughs> consciousness now in regards to how to work with crystals in the most beneficial manner it is to basically allow the crystals like basically this is how crystals work when they work right with you when you allow them to work for you it's like you allow the crystal to train you energetically let's say for example i have this chunk of rose quartz right and rose quartz is you know it resonates with the heart chakra and it's for example amazing when it comes to soothing healing anxiety but also like let's say heartbreak so let's say you're going through a heartbreak right and because of that there's very prominently in you this frequency this vibration of grief of, of sadness, sorrow, heartbreak, uh, maybe feeling guilty, maybe feeling un unlovable, unworthy, unloved. And so in order to heal from that, you basically need, like with everything, you introduce the opposite of what the problem is. So if you're holding this vibration of sadness, you want to introduce vibration of upliftment, vibration of love. And this is exactly, let's say the vibration that rose quartz, for example, holds. So by picking up a rose quartz and choosing to work with it, you are basically introducing into your system through your hands like let's say when you hold your hands i have spoken again on this channel that we have chakras also in our hands for example in our palms and this is how for example when we do energy work when we do reiki this is how we direct energy right through our chakras that we have in our on our hands so when we are making contact and by the way it's really powerful the contact that we make with our hands when we touch objects any objects but just because now we're talking about crystals even our fingertips they have chakras so the more you know some sometimes if you if you cannot if you are one of these people person who are like yeah i love crystals but i don't really feel them um just really focus on the sense of the touch and really like play them in your hands the crystals and allow really your your hands and your fingers and your 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 hand chakras really to attune themselves to the energy of the crystal and so when you are holding let's say your rose quartz crystal in this uh example you are 
exactly receiving into your system the frequency of let's say unconditional love that rose quartz stands for and so your own energy gets trained to be attuned into this higher frequency and no more in the frequency of heartbreak and this is how you can heal with crystals so it needs conscious intention and that's why i'm saying always be very mindful and intentional about the crystals that you choose um and don't just randomly collect this is not a competition who has the most crystals and this is not also about hoarding and so when you have therefore like this this whatever eggs issue um you choose a crystal that is going to introduce to your system the opposite the 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 cure basically the remedy frequency and so by working let's say 21 days i have seen is like a very potent amount of time 21 days is the time that it takes for our energy to shift when we're doing energy work be that um, yeah, like energy clearing, usually, you know, you, you do the energy clearing and it happens instantaneously, instantaneously in the spirit world. But for this energy clearing to catch up, let's say with your physical and, you know, everything like with your third dimensional version, that takes usually like up to 21 days. And it's like this shifting, this tipping point, okay, where we see really change. So, if you want to work, let's say, with a crystal on a particular issue, 21 days at least, you know, work with it. <laughs> and this is how it works. You consciously and intentionally sit down and allow the crystal to help you train your frequency so that you start vibrating in the desired frequency okay and this is how emotional and energetical healing ensues with crystals why i'm saying this because so many people who are also like a little skeptical and stuff like that and they're like oh crystals this is like pseudoscience and this is all like woo woo stuff uh, but hey, this is also scientifically proven. And for example, rose quartz, let's talk about quartz, right? Quartz is everywhere in our, it's such a conductor of electricity and of energy that without quartz, nothing would be working in our world. Not our watches, not our cell phones, computers, even the camera that I'm, that I'm filming in. So quartz is so embedded in our experience, uh, in our technological, you know, fabric <laughs> of our of our civilization. Uh, exactly, because crystals are indeed conductors of energy. So they don't only hold information, they also emit and broadcast. And therefore, they can also be programmed. So yeah, certain people who are also a little bit skeptical, they are like, crystals don't work. Okay, because they think that you're just gonna, let's say, wear a crystal and not do anything. And the crystal is gonna work as if it's magic or something. But crystals are not, well, they're, they're very magical. They're pretty magical. But it, it doesn't work like that. Even magic doesn't work like that. M nothing works without intention. Okay, so if you are to work with crystals and have them work, um, then you need intention. So something that I like to do is when I choose to work with a crystal, first of all, I, I scan myself, I, I, I tune inside or I see what, what feedback life 
has given me in the last days through events. Maybe I'm having an emotional or interpersonal crisis. So life like this is showing me kind of like, hey, check this out. You need to address this. (laughs) So I'm going to tune in and see what is the issue that is most like SOS for me right now. And I'm going to go to my collection of crystals. I'm just going to relax, center myself, focus on my breath. And sometimes I might even let my, my hands move over over my collection of crystals. But usually alone, like closing my eyes and focusing on my breath, like when I open my eyes again, I usually see that my eyes have fallen on a particular crystal and I cannot kind of take my eyes off of it. <laughs> so I know that this is the crystal that I need to be working with in that time and so uh but as i said you can also like move your hands and and see like ooh, i gravitate towards this one more or that one let me bring these babies here more on the front i'm sorry i killed my microphone i hope that wasn't too loud so i have some babies here because i want to show you a few things later so you choose therefore based based on this little test you choose which crystal you want to work with and what i like to do exactly as i said the first thing that i like to do is really allow my hands and the chakras on my hands and fingers to become accustomed to the energy of the crystal and really to like acquaint themselves and to be like hi (laughs) and i am going to speak to my crystal either you know inside of me Uh, or allowed I'm going to first of all say thank you for allowing me to work with you because as I said remember the crystals can they have actually such such a level of consciousness that they can manipulate circumstances so if they did not want to be there working with you in that moment they would have found a way to be out and I repeat I have had crystals who just vanished like vanished and you know I I, I really have proof that they were there and they nobody moved them so they just vanished never to be found again so anyways um so if the crystal was not desiring to be there working with you it would not be so thank the crystal <laughs> thank you for allowing me to work with you and allowing me to be benefited from your medicine i request and i ask for, for you know that you Um, grant me your medicine on this and this and this issue and in any other way that you see fit that your wonderful healing benefit benefits and and properties could um, have a positive uh, effect for me right now so you do like a little invocation basically to to the the spirit of the crystal and when I say the spirit of the crystal um you know, when we are working with crystals and herbs and oils and stuff, you know, that are coming from the earth, we ought to keep in mind that every everything in the natural kingdom has an elemental guardian. Every stone, every plant, there's elementals that are taking care and protecting uh, everything that is alive in the natural kingdom. And so sometimes that's why by the way and like a little interesting uh bullet point sometimes you have crystals that disappear or crystals that feel really bad when you when you let's say someone gifted you something like a crystal and you wear it and it feels awful there's lots of reasons for that one of them is that 
the elemental, first of all, that the crystal does not agree. It doesn't want to be working with you. It doesn't uh, see, uh, it doesn't deem it appropriate or beneficial for you. So it really creates this effect so that you really like remove it. Um, and I had also crystals that directly requested me to go and return them to nature, which I have done. And so this is because exactly like elementals sometimes stay with, with the crystals. And again, if they don't want to be with you, they will find a way that either you return them or, or give them um, or they are going to vanish. <laughs> okay, so an amazing way to work with your crystals is to hold them in your non-dominant hand. For example, if you write with your um, right hand and the non-dominant hand is the left one. Uh, some people are, let's say, defining non-dominant hand as in the hand you are not writing with. So if you are a, a right-handed individual, then the left is gonna be your non-dominant hand and vice versa. But in my opinion, the non-dominant hand is always only the left one. Why? Because it is the principles, the yin and yang principles, <clears throat> the right, side we we know from esoteric and al alchemy philosophy the right side is the masculine so this is the dominant side and the left is the feminine the non-dominant receptive side so based on this principle i work and not necessarily like with the principle of which hand you write with okay and so i'm going to let's say hold the crystal let me take this one so it's more visible. <laughs> I'm gonna take my crystal in my left hand, therefore, my receptive side. And I wanna say this, the size of the crystals is like, sometimes you really have to follow your own feeling because sometimes I had like really large uh, crystals that felt the same as, for example, these tiny one okay so it's not that the bigger the stone the bigger the energy not always not always okay but an ideal size is like this one for example where it fits your palm okay and for meditation for example okay because if for example you want to be carrying it all day with you then maybe smaller palm stones are more ideal I have like really tiny, yeah, like this, for example. And I can, even if I'm going around and I'm teaching, so I'm moving my hands a lot or I'm singing. So on stage, many times I would have like a crystal tucked in my palm like that and nobody nobody knew anything about it. So, or of course you can, this one also has like a little um, hole on it uh, or like this one, you can wear them as a pendant. I know people that are taping the crystals in their bra or, you know, on their body with medical tape I don't go as far as that as I I, I, I like to have I'm a very hands-on person so to me I either have to wear it like that or hold it in my hand and so your uh, receptive side therefore you're holding it and you focus really you close your eyes you focus on your breath and with every inhalation and exhalation you're actually imagining the energy uh, like see the color or the, how you visualize the energy of the crystal um, being emitted from the crystal and either placing you in a bubble 
So you are in a bubble of the energy of the crystal or you can breathe it in and imagine it going through your heart chakra and dispersing everywhere um, in, around your body. And every time you breathe in and you breathe out, let's say this, this thing expands, expands, expands. And again, you are in this bubble <laughs> of the energy of the crystal. And this is it, basically. You just, every time, you know, just simple meditation, you just focus on your breath and you tune into the energy of the crystal in this manner, simply by really focusing on your breath and basically emptying your mind, okay? And every time you see your mind wandering or chattering or whatever, you just gently return the attention to the breath, okay? And now... Nothing uh, spectacular has to happen for you to realize that, oh yes, I'm receiving a, a healing from the crystal right now. Um, it's, it's, you know, the crystal is working, even if you're not feeling something. And as I'm saying, it's best if you keep on working consistently, let's say, with a crystal for 21 days, okay? And so, but, but also, if you have a tune, for example, I see all of my crystals that I have, they're crystals that we have done this circle, okay, of let's say 21 days, you know, like here and there throughout our journey together. So right now, it's not, I can get healing from, from a crystal, let's say within 10 minutes. Um, so it's not always that you, that to see, you know, a little bit of benefit that you have to go through the 21 days. I'm talking about really big stuff, okay? Like a whole clearing of a whole blockage type of thing. This types of things need tw tw 21 days but let's say now if I'm feeling a little anxious and stuff like that or, or I'm having yeah like an anxiety crisis and I take my amethyst and I go into my meditation and focusing my breath and really like tuning myself attuning myself to the energy of the amethyst this can work in really like in two, two minutes okay so it all depends on how easily it is for you how easy it is for you to really empty your mind and calm your energy so that the crystal really can infuse you with with its beautiful healing energy and there isn't this chaotic uh, signal on your behalf that is not allowing the energy of the crystal to flow into your system and uh, do its work so these are some of the most effective ways to work with crystals, but I'm going to mention real fast, I'm gonna to try to do this as fast as possible, because <laughs> again, I don't want this video to be too huge, but I see this coming again, like up to an hour, no. Um, so with crystals, what other things you can do? We talked about meditation and stuff like that, okay? You can do, you can clear your energy. You can take, for example, uh, crystals that are either like that or you can take crystals um, like this one this is a black kyanite for example that is a little bit like a knife <laughs> um, you can take a selenite wand so wands and really round stones they work really well in regards to like really sw sweeping your your aura and cleansing your aura like that okay and just so you know also because I mentioned about the shapes of crystals the shapes are playing an important role okay every shape has a different uh, purpose that it serves for example here I have this clear quartz and as you can see it's this rather round shape so these kind of shapes they're ideal in regards to holding um, energy like maintaining it for example I can program this crystal and it can hold 
in it. It's it's very it's also very soothing, um, very protective as well. Okay, because it looks a little bit like a dome. So uh, yeah, crystals like this one that I said that are li like little knives. These you can use for cord cutting rituals, for example. Okay, you can use them to cut specifically black kyanite and uh, it, it, it's perfect for such, something like that then you have like these big ones okay like more raw ones I don't know you can you can put them all around your house I like to really as I said like hold them in my hands and uh, because they are raw also they're not polished or something like that there's just something very special about uh, these crystals as well um, here I have this little amethyst cluster clusters uh, because they have these little like edges as little whatever peaks uh, they're ideal for let's say if you program them to hold a specific vibration they're going to be broadcasting it okay through all the directions so this is very great like with with a cluster okay then you have yeah like these round ones these palm stones they're really good at holding energy maintaining their signal maintaining their energy so they're wonderful for meditation for holding them also pl placing them above your heart chakra then we have like these pyramids pyramids are really great for um taking the energy from underneath this is how this works and diffusing it um, as purified energy so pyramids are great for purification this is a shanghai pyramid but we could have any type of crystal when it is like in a, in a form of, of pyramid it's going to suck the energy that has lowered and it's going to spit it back out from the top as transmuted into uh, uplifted pure positive cleansed energy um then we have, for example, this is like a little pendulum, okay? This is also shanghai. Um, so you can also, you, you will find crystals also in pendulums, okay? And when they have like these points, also you can direct energy with them. So they're great also for manifestation. Um, and also you might have seen like in movies sometimes like with witches and stuff like that that they use a pendulum and then it's i know I, I saw this for the first time in my life when i was very little and there was this series called charmed the three sisters right that was amazing <laughs> and they would use like a pendulum and then it would stop somewhere when they were looking for someone they would hover it above a map or something like that so you know, these kinds of shapes, they are great at pointing you towards directions or for you to point energy. Um, now, we have uh, also this here, what I wanted to show you. This is not exactly, this looks like a clear kind of like Swarovski type of crystal. And these are multifaceted. You will see that they are polished. In, well, let me see. I hope you see it properly. You will see that they are polished in a manner that they have like all of these different little uh, um, corners and uh, multiple facets. These are really like diffusing the energy around the space, um, but in a very particular manner. Um, a little bit like, like, like the cluster, but these are a little bit more unique because you can hang them, for example, from a window and as they turn around, first of all, they are catching the light and then diffusing it into the space. But this symbolizes exactly like catching energy. And for example, if you have, 
if you have, let's say, uh, harsh energies, let's say geopathic stress, if your if your house is, for example, in a, in a corner in the middle of a street, you know, where you are receiving a lot of geopathic stress from all of the cars that are driving towards, like, as if they would be driving on your home. Um, you can use such crystals to disperse the energy so that you are not receiving directly all of this harsh energy. But when this energy is arriving, it it gets dispersed back and it, it is being diffused, okay? And you don't receive poison arrows, as we say in feng shui, or in feng shui. Um, or yeah, you don't you don't receive all of this harsh energy that can you know affect you f physically and and energetically. So another cool thing that you can do with crystals is you can put them into little sachets and little bags like this. Uh, this is for example a little protection and prosperity bag that I've made for my own home. I have tons of them. Um, uh, some of them are hanging uh, on the windows. Some of them are hanging by the door. So anywhere that you have energy coming in, doors, windows, whatever, you can put like crystals that you can do your research or crystals that you feel they represent protection or prosperity or whatever it is that you wish to attract and invite into your space. Now, um, I have here... <laughs> This salt, it's a salt crystal lamp, okay? This is one of the smaller ones. I have a big ass one in my bedroom, but this one is one of the smaller ones because uh, I could bring it here and show it to you guys. So this one, these, these types of uh, crystals, they're not crystals in the sense of like, uh, they're not a rose quartz exactly, but they're salt crystals and they come usually like this. They have like a oven lamp inserted in them. And when the oven lamp is heating up the crystal, they release negative ions in the space. So this is purifying the air. It's purifying the, the, the space, the energy of the space. And um, yeah, so this is another way you can work with crystals to have them actually like um, affect and alter and enrich the um, energy and the air and the yeah the overall vibe of your space and I have like crystals throughout my home as I said I have like this little altar where I keep like my, my main collection and then I have lots of them like in plants and and stuff like that in strategic places for example my shungite pyramids I'm gonna have them let's say in the four corners of of every room they protect and they cleanse and purify, but I'm also going to place them uh, because they are very good at catching EMF, electromagnetic fields, and purifying them. Not purifying them, but kind of neutralizing them a little bit. Um, I'm going to have them next to my electronic devices or for sure where I have, like, let's say, my Wi-Fi and stuff like that. Now, you can also use your crystals to purify. Let's say if you're having, uh, if you're reading tarot, for example, and stuff like that, you can have, I, I, I like to, let's say between readings or after I'm done with my readings, I like to put either an amethyst or I'm going to put a clear quartz on top of them to have them, you know, like cleanse and purify the deck or reset the energy of the deck so that I can use it um, later on again to read for someone else. And this way I don't have the energies of the previous readings mixed up with the energies of the readings that I'm going to do right after. So... 
um, you can use the crystals to uh, infuse water and check this out you can infuse um for example here i have this little spray this is a psychic protection spray that i've made for myself and i make these sprays like in a wide variety i make them for personal use because uh maybe i don't know i just i just like them <laughs> i know that there's a lot of people out there that are selling all sorts of stuff but i don't i personally don't trust Maybe that's something that I have to work on, but I, I just don't trust anybody else but me <laughs> to create something that is going to be, you know, for me. Maybe just because I have this feeling that I know myself better than anybody else and I know what kind of medicine to create for me. But anyways, you can uh, work with crystals to create like, let's say, little sprays, just water mists, um, maybe even use like some essential oils and stuff like that to spray your aura and cleanse your space or your own energy and keep in mind that you don't necessarily have to put the crystals in the water because i see for example uh, everywhere they're being sold like these little bottles with uh, crystal mists and they have the crystals inside and sometimes that's great because you buy it and you also get there for like to keep these little crystals but sometimes the crystals they are not water friendly so they're gonna dissolve in time and because i don't feel like this is like so in the end you end up like spraying the crystal around and i i don't like to do this to crystals i don't like to dissolve them in water unless there's a very a very important reason to do that and no alternative so what you can do is let's say this is your spray that you want to work with you can't put the crystals around it at the base of it let's say i want to create a, a spray that needs to have clear quartz amethyst and shungite essence in it okay you're going to put the the crystals to be touching the the vessel that you have your water inside and this is going to suck the energy so you need to leave it for at least 20 minutes like that and of course with intention okay you need to pray over your crystals and your but anyways maybe that's too much information for this video and i should do another video about how you can make your own energy clearing and protective sprays let me know in the comments if you want me to do that um so uh, you can do gem water gem water is something that you drink but for that you need to be very very careful 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 to check that uh, the crystals that you are putting in the water um, that they're not toxic and they're not poisonous and you're not gonna die when you're gonna drink that okay so for example clear quartz and rose quartz and amethyst they're like when they're polished um, they're usually pretty safe. You can put them into your water, nothing, nothing happens to you. But if you have, let's say, for example, here I have this little vial. It has hematite inside, and hematite is very toxic. You're not supposed. This is this is not supposed to come in touch with your water. So what you can do to create gem water with crystals that are toxic and are not supposed to go into the water, you can exactly you can get such a little vial or another glass and put the crystals in that glass and then put that glass with the crystals inside the glass with the water and like this the water that you're gonna drink is not coming in direct contact with the crystals that are toxic and poisonous okay but it is enough 
to for the crystals to infuse their energy into the water okay similar with the example that i showed with creating the spray you do not have to put the crystals inside but you can have them you know touching your vessel your vial and this is enough to have the water infused. Now, another way you can work with crystals is through making crystal greeds, protection greeds, uh, decorating any kinds of talismans, amulets, or protective little things that you could be making yourself. I have, for example, like I have this, this is like a rope that I tied. This is for protection, for example. So you see, it can be something random. Alchemy is something that you do, okay? Um, you don't have to be following a book. It's something that is meaningful to you. So, <clears throat> for example, let's say I'm, you know, weaving this, this little thing here. And in the end, I can choose to, you know, like glue on it, like a crystal or something. And I can decorate it. And then it is also empowered, not only with my own intention while I was weaving it, where I was praying over it and whatever, but I can also infuse it with the energy of the crystals that I'm going to choose to put on. Always do your research, my loves, in regards to what each crystal represents. And of course, use your own gut feeling. How does this crystal feel and what kinds of energies it brings to you and based on that you know choose what you're gonna be using all right another way you can work with crystals is you know when doing manifestation something that i have seen always works amazing for me is writing petitions now this is i can do a video on that because <laughs> the topic in itself but you're basically you know you're writing down or if you're doing scripting you know for manifestation um you're writing down your petition what what it is that you wish to um bring into your experience and so what i like to do is i like to put it on on my altar and then I'm going to put some crystals on top to have the crystals especially clear quartz and in such a shape it's ideal uh, I'm gonna put the paper on my altar and I'm gonna put really the crystal on top of the paper and the crystal is actually going to hold the energy of the petition and is going to like maintain it and it's going to be also like um, broadcasting it in my space and that's gonna be an energy in my space that I am picking up on, I'm catching as an empathetic person, right? And I'm going to be, to start embodying it also on a cellular level because the crystal is going to be basically bombarding me with the energy and the frequency of this petition on a daily basis. Very often, a little trick that I left for the end, if you have a pendulum, if you're working with a pendulum to get answers, from your higher self yes no maybe this frame of reference um, what you can do is you can ask for example you have a selection of crystals you do your invocation okay and I have a video on how to work with a pendulum you can check that out if you're not familiar you do your invocation you call your angels to be able to help you let divine love light and truth and accuracy expand within me and guide me and for truth and accuracy to be obtained obtained in the highest good of all and so it is done and then you go um for example i have these four crystals and i'm gonna say clear quartz amethyst shungite carnelian does any of these four crystals want to work with me at this time 
Does any of these four crystals want to work with me at this time? Okay, and I'm getting a yes right now, okay? This is my yes for me. So I'm going to say, which one? Is it the clear quartz? Yes. Is it the amethyst? That's a no, but I'm checking in case there's another one. Is it the shungite? Uh-huh, what did I tell you? Also the shungite, so we have two options. Is it the carnelian? Okay, so no, not at this time. So at this time, it looks like the shungite and the clear quartz are most in benefit for me, okay? So this is, for example, a single way that you can check, because maybe you are, maybe you are like, you know, a little bit indecisive, and maybe the trick that I told you about at the beginning, about close your eyes, you know, center yourself, and then see on which crystal your eye falls on, or which one attracts your attention. Maybe this is like, not so easy, maybe this is confusing you. This is another way that you can figure out which crystal wants to work with you, and usually the crystals that want to work with you are the ones that you need the most in that moment in time. Okay, my loves, so I hope you found this video educational and useful. If you did, give me a big thumbs up and I hope to see you again on my next videos for that. Don't forget to subscribe and of course leave me in the comments below any other ideas for videos that you would like to see me doing in regards to educational topics such as this one. Of course, I'm going to continue to do my channeling videos. This is a staple for my channel. This is never going to change. And my tarot readings and my, uh, you know, uh, collective energy reads and everything. But I feel like it is a wonderful time to start putting out also thematologies that you like because I have um, so much information from my own personal journey and so much information that I very often don't even see people talking about. Like, you know, many people are staying on the surface or, you know, everybody has their own experience. I'm not shading anybody. I'm just saying that I, of course, have my own very special particular perspective and I would be very happy to share it. And if you want to share which topics you would like to see, then this uh, could guide the um, timeline of, you know, what topics do I choose to, to, to talk about first and in what order. <laughs> All right, my love. So thank you so very much. Have a beautiful day and stay well, stay safe, stay peaceful. Goodbye for now.